Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is actor Reese Coiro. Here's the thing. I first fell in love with Reese Coiro uh, when I saw him on Entourage. He played the role of Billy Walsh, which I just found out was supposed to be a guest star role, but then it evolved into this amazing, uh, reoccurring, iconic character that I love. Um, yeah, but he's also been on Broadway. He's been in many movies, Snow, Snow and Ashes, Straw Dogs. He's been on shows like Lily Hammer, Graceland, 24. And, uh, you know, the guy is, uh, I was happy to finally have him on my podcast. It's an awkward, kind of slow-moving podcast episode. There's a lot of stuff we didn't touch on. I wish we had touched on the fact that he traveled to Standing Rock to protest against the North Dakota Access Pipeline. I don't even know how he didn't get to that. But, uh, you know, we talk about... His inspiring badass wife, who's a director uh, named Kat Coiro. We talk about their three beautiful kids. We talk about psychedelics, movies, uh, just tons of stuff. Um, I try to get to the bottom of the behind-the-scenes info, anything I could get about Entourage. We'll see what I, what I wring out of him, if anything. And uh, anyway, here's the point. He's got some cool upcoming projects, uh, a movie called Dead Ant and a movie called Finding Steve McQueen uh, that he's in along with Forrest Whitaker, directed by Mark Steven Johnson. So look for those. And uh, if you like this podcast, the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, be friends with me, uh, the desperate monster that I am, on all of social media, at Alexi Wasser. And uh, hope you all had a beautiful Valentine's Day. I don't know exactly how I feel about this holiday. Uh, I am dating. I'm in the world. I'm a romantic, but at the same time, this is like some kind of ridiculous, uh, corporate consumer based, ridiculous, uh, non holiday created by card companies. Uh, but you know what? I believe in love and I hope you had a great time. I hope you got some roses or bought some roses for someone, had a lovely dinner, had sex, made out, walked down the street, holding hands, eating ice cream. God knows what you guys got up to. But here's a takeaway. This is something I'm talking about with a bunch of my girlfriends as far as like love and dating and relationships are concerned and having to find a balance when you meet somebody, you need to learn how to communicate. And uh, I don't know. I've just been talking about this with all my single girlfriends and we're, it's just so difficult. Relationships are difficult. They're lovely. Hopefully they're worth more uh, than they torment you. And, uh, you know, learning to find a balance between maintaining uh, your selfhood and your, your identity and getting to know and be loved and accepted and seen and vice versa uh, by and with someone else. It's all fucking difficult. I don't know what's better, being single and uh, or being with another person. If anybody has answers, I've asked you this before, email me, send those emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. I know that for me, I'm a very uh, specific person. I have a lot to say. I have a lot of feelings. I'm flirty. I love people. I... And I, what I struggle with is in relationships is having to stifle myself or apologize for what I've done in the past or who I am in the present. And, and I just wonder, you guys, I wonder, will I ever be accepted? That's the question of the day. But until then, this is what I've come down to uh, with my girlfriends. Whether you are in love, whether you get married or have kids or whatever, and this is more for the girls, whatever happens, if you are single forever. You're never alone. If you never have kids and you age out, who gives a fuck? It's still okay. As long as you're curious about life and you have friends and family and interests and hobbies and a career and a brain and you're kind and you stay busy and you're nice to people 
You can build a cool, cozy community of friends and you don't need a relationship to complete you. So that is my message post Valentine's Day, what have you. Anyway, please enjoy the show. Enjoy. I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with actor Reese motherfucking Coiro. Now entering Nerdist.com. Am I on time? You're totally on time. You're perfect. I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, uh, I've not podcasted in in, uh, in weeks, maybe a month. So really? bear with me. I'm yeah. What did you say? I've been on winter break. Yeah. And I'm afraid I smell like dogs. I don't want to get too close and give you a hug. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll get okay. to that a riveting story in a minute. <laughs> oh, <sighs> my God. Are you regretting this already? This, this is a bummer. No, this is nice. What are you talking about? I don't know. This is funny. I can't remember the last time I've said talk to somebody for an hour and a half, though. We'll do it for an hour. Hour. And if it's going good. Do you want your headphones? Do you want to be all fish? Yeah. It's, it's your call. Headphones. Oh, my God. Aristotle, I don't know if I could do this. I think I've forgotten how to podcast. This is your free Nerdist water. Oh, thank you. Um, it's from oh, Chris Hardwick. talk more quietly. Hello? Oh, fuck. I forgot how good this feels. Hold on. This is for you, too, if you need it. It's a refresher. Oh. Uh, so let me get this right. Reese Coiro? Am I saying it right? Well said. Well said. Oh, my God. We have all these mutual friends. Paige Stark. How do you know her? She made this happen. We put the mouth hole to your mouth hole. Yeah. All right. Taking three. That's what a celeb does. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you know Paige Stark? Fresh. Yes. Paige. How do we know each other? God, I've known her for years. Mm-hmm. Um... Boring. Stumped already. <laughs> already stumped. I have to think about that. Oh my god! I knocked my headphone out of the thing. Um, have you been on a lot of podcasts before? No, Do I was you... on one one time. Whose podcast? Jerry Ferrara. Oh really? Yeah. How was that? It was great. What do you guys talk about? What do they focus on? Yeah. What did we? He, we talked about stories from Entourage. You did shooting days and stuff like that. That sounds Anecdotes. about right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear some of those, too. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, God. But you don't know how you know Paige or Jocelyn Donahue? These are two oh. girls that I know who are like, I wonder oh. if you were talking about Jocelyn Donahue. Yeah. I only know one Jocelyn. Yeah. You're 6'2". Yeah. Married, I know. I'm not being disrespectful to your wife. I'm dating someone, too, right now. Anyway, so I'm not. I'm going to seem flirty, but I'm completely respectful. But you are 6'2 and strapping, and this is very exciting for me and the listeners who have a crush on you, I'm sure. Wow. This is cool. Yeah. Here in the penthouse. I call it a cubby hole. Oh, God. Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. We're going to ease I know Jocelyn. Her, her, her husband and I were in a band together. Oh, yeah. She mentioned yeah. it. What, what were you guys called? The Scallywags? What were you guys yeah. called? I guess we were called Shammered. Shammered. Shammered? That was, that was the title of the group. For This was a... Uh, Ten years ago now. Really? But we're all only twenty-two. How is that so? Twenty-two. Yeah, I was twelve. <clears throat> you play drums? No, I was. Uh, I played penny whistle and uh, what whistle? And uh, and and vocals Wait, and some 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 guitar. What's a what whistle? You know, like a oh man, like a penny whistle. You know, what the fuck is that? What the fuck it's is like that? A fucking Irish toot. And I, Aristotle, do you know what that is? He's a musician too. No? You're just going to be there silent and unhelpful? It's been a month, Aristotle, uh, since we podcasted together. 
I might ask you to look stuff up uh, for us at any moment. All right. I want to know your entire life story. I want to know everything. Get all the shit you need out of your pockets. I'm looking at your key. I'm jealous. You have I put a f- in an hour, too. On the- you only put in an hour? There's only an hour to be put. All right. Well, there's two hour parking in the back. Listen, this, okay. is, this is already riveting podcast fodder, left and right, for the people. Keep them entertained. Okay. Here's the deal. This is very exciting. I used to be madly in love with you, your character, Billy, Billy Walsh, right? Billy Walsh from Entourage. I know you've played other characters before. So this is a big deal. Now that I'm an adult, I'm less frantic and, you know, madly in love with you. So I can just step back and get to know you as a human being and a person. So I want to know the whole life life story, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's see. You got a cool uh, wife. You got three kids. You started three, on Broadway. You've been in a I lot asked, of shows. I asked my daughter here <laughs> to come up with some questions. Yeah? For the thing. You, you know. I wasn't asking you to come up with questions. I was just trying to let oh. you know that I asked your friends for, for questions because they, they know you better than I do. Oh, and did they give you some? They were like, he was in a band called the Scallywags or whatever. <laughs> so disrespectful. I told you the name and you already forgot. I'm fucking with you. What they say? How old are your daughters? Are you, how... I have a nine-year-old daughter. Nine-year-old daughter. And a five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. All right. So this is the the nine-year-old daughter's questions? Yeah, this is all that we could come up with. So, come up with. All right. Her questions are as follows. Favorite food? I'm guessing pizza. <laughs> Churros? <laughs> is this the most awkward podcast ever? <laughs> I do love pizza. Pepperoni? Uh, sausage. It's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, everybody, if you're listening, I say tune in to the Jerry Ferrara podcast. <laughs> you can get all the goods. Second question from your daughter is superpower? Not even anything about the superpower, just like superpower. Like your favorite superpower, or what is your superpower? Yeah, that's a classic Cla- interview question, isn't it? So, if you could have any superpower, what would you have? Invisibility. I, yeah, no, I would be fly like an eagle. For yeah, sure. yeah, like a hawk. Like a hawk. Yeah. Have you listened to any of these podcasts before? I listened to oh, no. half the one with Dino Stapanopoulos. How come you listen to that one? It just jumped out at me when I was looking because I know Dino a, do? a little bit, like just you know. From like drinking at the bar and the, what the what is it? Drawing room? Or the rustic in or yeah. the drawing that's the drawing room. The yeah. I think he got kicked out of the rustic in, moved over to the, the drawing, drawing room. Drawing room? Yeah. How do you know him? But that's Just... like fifteen years ago now. I like talking about how old I am. Oh my god. How far back I go. How <laughs> OG. You look you look great. Thanks, You're all thanks. dewy and no wrinkles, no nothing. I just got out the shower, moisturized. You, you did sweating. so men moisturize too? I like to moisturize when I get out of the shower. Yeah. That's what they say to do, you know? Right as soon as, before you're fully dry, you just throw on a bunch of moisturizer all over on those ashy ankles, rusty kneecaps, elbows. We've covered the band. We've covered Dino. Do you, <laughs> do you moisturize? I do moisturize. Don't I look dewy? Yeah, you look great. Thanks. I'm, I'm 50. I'm 50. I'm 50. Am I holding up for 50? You have huge eyes. Do I? No, yeah, how do I say it? Large I eyes. Oh, thank you. Are you an Aquarius? Let me guess. Your, let's just ease. Okay, let me give the people what they want. What's your astrological sign? Are you an Aquarius? I'm a, Libra? I'm a Pesci. Pesci. Are you? Yeah. And this explains. Joe Pesci. This explains why this podcast is going the way that it is. All right, oh, so really? wait a minute. No, you've got this cool. Okay. Sisto. Like, where were you born? Washington, D.C. Really? Yeah. Did you go to, my dad went to Sidwell Friends out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
think I've heard of that. Yeah? You started acting when? Because it said you, I was trying to let you know, do my research, do my due diligence, and I was looking you up, and it said you started on Broadway, and then, like, how'd you end up in Los Angeles? Uh, oh, that was, like, in 02, you know? The towers had come down. Mm-hmm. You're like, it was really yeah, depressing like... in New York, and, yeah. like, there didn't seem to be any work there. It was just, you know, I caught the wave, rode the wave all the way to, to the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Did you meet your wife out here? No, we met when we were 18. You did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Where'd you meet? This is where I come to life. And anybody talking about their love life, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I don't know why I act like that. I think it's all not real. I think I'm, yeah, I'm we, done with love. Yeah, we were childhood sweethearts. Really? Yeah. So where'd you meet? We met in school in Pittsburgh. And you've been together since you were 18? Or was it like some kind of weird... Uh, yeah, you know, we've been... We've we've always stayed close by, you know, and then we had it's ten years now. Uh, we've had kids together. We got three kids. It's like uh, my house is like a uh, vibrant. It's vibrant, place, full, of, full of activity. And your your wife was she was she you guys were both acting at the same time. She's a director. I know now she's yeah, directing. Yeah, she used she, to act. She was. Yeah. How did that all happen? Uh, you to have her on the podcast. She's my spirit animal. She's my spirit guide. Oh, she's very interesting. She sounds like a badass. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. She just directed that show, The Mick, on Fox. She did. Yeah. She just directed the second her second episode of that show. So she was. An, I mean, I'm going to throw it back to you since you're the guest on the podcast. But I thought it was so cool because it says a lot about you today. So you're okay. He's stretching. You guys can't see what Reese is doing. He's stretching up a storm. He's six two. He looks six ten even when he's sitting down. Okay. <laughs> So she was acting. You guys were both actors. And then she made the transition to being a director. And her first movie was, what was it called about being, getting pregnant, unexpected, something? What was that called? You uh, were in that? It was called uh, Life Happens. Life Happens? Yeah. And so, like, was that difficult? I mean, she was pregnant while she was making that movie, right? Uh, That's what I heard. He, she was, just, she had just, we had just had our first kid. Yeah? She was pregnant while she made her. Her 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 magnum opus, this beautiful movie, this romantic movie that she shot in Italy in Ischia. That's, she was super pregnant with our son. Is that life happens or that? That's called uh, and while we were here. That's a really beautiful movie. Oh my goodness! And that stars Kate Bosworth and uh, Ido Goldberg and our boy Jamie Blackley. Who's that? He's this young British actor, great guy, great mm. actor, great in the movie. So. You must be quite a supportive husband if you're like, she's pregnant. Oh, no, I was she's... fun to be over there. I just was over there just eating pizza and... You weren't in it? Taking care of things. Yeah. No, I wasn't in that one, no. Yeah. I was just the, uh, I was transpo. You were just transpo? Transpo, and I like being transpo. Pizza transpo? Yeah, pizza transpo. Oh, man. Things, getting things. How do you know Jocelyn. I told you. Oh, sorry. Just the band. Band yeah, member. Well, band that member. That was, in fact, I yeah. I told you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Listening? I get it. I get it. No, listen. Yeah, I get it. I mean, how do you know Paige? Well, wait. So Jocelyn, yeah. I know, I mean, I know Greg through Jonas Wood, the painter, who I used to live with back in the day. Okay. He's a he's like a great uh, L.A. painter. Who's oh. like, uh, he's the man. He's up at Mocha and stuff. He's like huge. 
big time art, fancy art guy. Do you make art? Are you, do you paint at all? Yeah, I got some skills actually. You do? I, do, I got some skills. I do. I do storyboards for. Uh, I, I do some storyboards too now. For... That's what I've been getting back into it, doing storyboards for my wife. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh my fun. goodness. I really enjoy it. So, like, give me the secret. If I ever get married, or if I ever want to have a healthy relationship with somebody, what's the secret? Because you guys seem like you're like this, like a you know, this power couple. Uh, like it's like two creative people in one couple seems like. It can be impossible. Well, but you first, guys... you got to be stupid enough to have kids. You yeah. Kind of be reckless, you know. Just, just let it rip. Yeah. Have some kids, and then it's just downhill from there. You just roll. You just rolling. You just easy coasting. You're... You just got to move. Wow. Nothing but move. There's no choice but to move. Aristotle's in a seven-year relationship. Eight years or seven years? Seven years. And how old are you? Come on. 24. He's been in a seven-year relationship with this girl. Uh-oh. That's the longest. I've never been in that long a relationship. And you're 24, Aristotle? So he must, you guys can relate more than I can relate to either of you. The big Aristotle. That's yep. Shaq. Yeah. So, wait. But were you guys get together the entire time? I know you met in school and you're like, but were there any times, like, do you fight or did you oh, break sure. up there for a moment? Time, definitely. We was, I moved out here and, and uh, she was back in New York and yeah, it was a lot of... Yeah. So there was a lot of sorting out of life in the 20s and stuff like that. A lot of, you know, being <laughs> scrapping, broken. Yeah? You know, you know how it is. What was your big break? You come to L.A. You're doing, you did Broadway, right? This is where I read yeah. this. And then you come to L.A. after uh-huh. the, you know. I had this agent who, who uh, was great, kind of like great great agent he lied for me you yeah. know to get me my sag card said i was thing they hired me and then they had to they said he's not really sag you gotta pay and make him sag it's a it's a real close circle to get in the union they kind of have to trick you have to trick your way in or i don't know how it's a, isn't it taft hartley like you get taft you get one job that's yeah, sag and you're not um, sag and then they're yeah, like, they gotta do it yeah like, yeah, oh. that was it. Yeah. So what was that? Did you do commercials or was that it was TV? A, no, it was an episode of CSI where I was a rapist. Really? Yeah, first in a long, long, long career of, of raping. Yeah? On-screen rapes. You got rape written all over you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then I played a, uh, <laughs> like, a Russian or, like, an Eastern, from a, a fictional Eastern European country basketball phenom on a w on a cw show called one-on-one with flex alexander that was like a sitcom yeah I had one episode of that that was fucking awesome what can you do the accent still uh God, i remember i had one line that i made up that i thought was hilarious where i was like they had like the hoop down to eight feet so i could slam on it you know <laughs> and i uh i, I slammed there i slammed the ball and i said on your face on your face. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. But then I got Entourage right after that. Really? So, wait, it's two TV gigs and then you got Entourage? Yeah, I was a young fella. Jesus. 24. You look exactly the same. It's all that moisturizing right out of the shower. <laughs> see, I do listen. See? I feel like there's something in my teeth I have to check. Let me see. No. Really? Healthy looking gums. I'm have, I'm, thank you. I'm having a whole day. I got my lease. All, my, your lease? My lease ran out last night. Uh, I have what? 
on a Prius. I had a Prius oh. for six years, two three-year leases. I gave up my Prius last night. What you gonna get now, Camaro? No. Should I? No. What you gonna get? I don't know. I had this Firebird. Whole... It does sound sexy, but no, I wasn't. I was gonna do this whole social experiment where I don't have a car and I just like take oh. lifts and I walk everywhere and then all my friends are like, "That's dumb." Like that's gonna be. But I'm like, no, it's the way. It might be nice, huh? Yeah. Well, then, I, then my mom was like, "I'll lend you this really shitty car that way you can lift and you can walk." What part and... of town are you live in? I live in like by the Grove, so I'm like real central, so I can like walk around everywhere. But then my mom goes, well, since you have to, you know, just to make the transition, I'll lend you this really shitty car. She has like a really shitty Explorer. She never uses because she has a different car. She's like, I have this shitty car. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I can lift. I can walk. I can fly by the seat of my pants and I can give my, I can, I can try this out for a couple of months and then I can get into a car. I can get into a different lease and take my time and like save up so I can put more money down, all this shit. I will so throw you this. Take your mom's explore. So like so, so I'm, I use my mom's explore today. Your mom it, lives in town. My mom lives in Silver Lake. Oh sweet! So it's awesome. That's where I live. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, I didn't make that sound. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, I've never heard of Silver Lake before. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, I drove here today, and my mom's explorer. It's falling apart. It's sticky. It reeks of dogs. It's this, and I just oh, feel like I feel that's like why you smell like dogs. That's what I'm saying. What that smell. I don't really smell like dogs. Saint Bernard in here. Is that true? <laughs> That's what I always do. I always tell people what my weaknesses are, and then they just, you know, then they use them against me. It's my own fault. I shouldn't do that. But anyway, that's so. I'm looking at your key. What do you drive here? I'm looking at your fancy Ford key, thinking, uh, yeah. "Fuck, I need a fancy key like that, not some fucking that's dog a, reeking." I'm smelling a Ford Fiesta. You drive a Ford Fiesta? Yeah, I love it. It's like a little uh, go kart. <sighs> Got a stick shift on there. And bomb around like an idiot really yeah. I, th- I think i might m- look more likable now in this shitty explorer do you think i'm uh, i'm uh, you know again no disrespect to your wife do you think i'm more likable in a shitty explorer cruising around town than i am in like a boring black brand new uh prius the question is are you more what likable more like do i look more like freewheeling fancy free and like a badass if i'm in some crappy like what run year, down what year is the explorer it seems like, like i don't know it could be like an 89 i don't know what it is it's fa- i don't That's know old. it's navy blue and it's just falling apart and it just reeks of dogs i'm gonna get it detailed i'm gonna take can it someplace it can you get it detailed and make it not smell so bad like it's like something out of like you know pulp fiction where like some like yeah, take pen. it down to that place on melrose what's that place on melrose do the hand wash you know you can walk around melrose Dude, I love they Melrose. Wash your car. Can I? Yeah, it's right down there by the high school down there. The high school? Why do you know where the high school is? That's okay. Everybody Fairfax knows. Fairfax High there? Or was it Fairfax. Fairfax and Melrose? I'm nodding. My lawyer went there. Really? Yeah. He's a pool shark. Really? Dave, Feld, Dave Feldman. Oh. There used to be a pool hall where Genghis Colin was, and he worked there when he was in high school. Re- did he know the uh, Red Hot Chili? Good pool. He played some good billiards. <laughs> Was he friends with the Red Hot Chili Peppers? They all went to Fairfax. Did they? Yeah. I think, don't I get don't so know. excited like I did when you were like. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You do? Come on, man. Where is this conversation going? Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, do I look more likable though in the Explorer, do you think? In a beaten down car. If you saw me in a Prius, if you're a single guy living your life, or just you living your life also, and you see me in this beaten down, godforsaken, falling apart, navy blue Explorer, or shiny black Prius, what makes you think? I mean, that girl's okay. Well, you're just a, and there's nothing wrong with being a cliche, but you know, driving a Prius, a, a pretty young lady in LA driving a Prius, you're a cliche. You're, you're, you know, you're definitely not a cliche. That's the wrong. That's word. okay. You're definitely. I'm a cliche. Know, a, a cliche. Yeah, I think it is the right word. Yeah, don't look to Aristotle to save you right it's here. All right. right. 
Oh, good. He drives a Prius too, though. <laughs> Look, it's a good car. They're ta- the taxis, you know? It's like uh, when you get in a taxi now, it's a Prius. I LA. know. People have gotten into the back of my Prius, and I've got to be like, just because I'm driving a Prius doesn't mean I'm your Uber driver. Get the fuck out of here. And they're like, oh, you're going? Sorry. Um, so you're saying you like me better than the Explorer. Before we can move on to anything else about you, we got to just clean, you know, because I'm I hearing. like Fords. You know, I'm a Ford guy. I drive Ford. a Ford. That's true. All right. So you're living your gosh darn life. You do the two things, you, you do the two TV gigs, then you get Entourage. What, what's that whole, because that's where I fell in love with you. So I'm really going to like, you know, and you don't seem to want to open up about your love story and all the ins and outs and the intricacies of that. And that's Come fine. I'm answering all your questions. I know on. you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what happened? How old were you? What year was that? What was the audition process I'm 37 like? 37 right now. 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pushing 38. Don't look a day over 28 and a half. I swear to God. Oh. I'm serious. I'm um, serious. Born in 79, you know, Jimmy Carter was president. Was he? I don't know if it's true. Yeah, he was still president when I was born. And then Reagan came along. Okay, that's when I was born. When Reagan. Ronnie Riggs. Ronnie Riggs. Okay. So, wait, I'm going to smell your baseball cap really quick. Oh, that's as intimate as we'll ever get. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> that's, where all the, that's where all the pheromones hide. Okay, so... How was it? You're living your life. It smells good. You smell it. I smell like dog. <laughs> Do I smell like dog? Hold on. Give me a Aristotle. Give me a hug real quick. Tell me if I smell like a dog. Give me a hug. Give me one to touch me. Oh. Do I reek? All right. Good. Right answer. Okay. So tell me about the what's what's the audition thing like for for Andrade? I got to make this shit happen because you're you're quiet and I'm uh, hysterical. Yeah. Well, is it going badly? No, no, I'm just fucking. I haven't podcasted in a month. This is all my problem. So You're fantastic. So okay, I was, I was worrying. You know, I was fun. I want to be a good guest. We always, we can always go back to the favorite food superpower question. Yeah, I didn't see here. Oh God. Hey, wait. What's this? What's this paper? Uh, I don't know. It's I wrote a, that on the back of some scrap paper. From is this a pilot that you just went out for? Probably. All right, let's not talk about it. Okay, it is pilot season though for you guys. Those of you guys who aren't familiar with Tinseltown. Oh, Tinseltown. Tinseltown. Okay, so tell me about the process of Andra. I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but it's my first time meeting you, and I want to know. Um. Okay. Hit me with the. Let me see. What's what? Were you really a fan of the show? Of Entourage? Yeah. Yes. Are you joking? I've seen, I actually, here's my relationship with Entourage. My ex-boyfriend, mm. uh, my ex-fiance, we were together for five years, was in a band called Jet, and the promo song, Are You Gonna Be My Girl, was used mm. for Entourage? Or no, was it Cold Heart? But it was like, you know, yeah, it was Are You Gonna Be My Girl song. So mm-hmm. I already knew about it when it started out because they, they had, Entourage had bought that song to use or that, whatever. That song, that big song. Bum, 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 bum. That's your boyfriend? That was your my boyfriend. We were together for five years. So we were together at that the time. Sang, the singer? The drummer. The drummer? He wrote all the songs with his brother, the singer. So they were the wow. two main main dudes of the thing. So some big hit. So that, that was, was used, huge, that song. Well, so that was used for Entourage. And then I thought, oh, I was born and raised in LA. This show looks too douchey and too LA. It'll make me. I feel like I, I felt like I couldn't watch it because I thought it was too L.A. and it would make mm-hmm. me just hate the city I live in. It would make me feel weird. And then I got into it and I fucking loved it. I loved everybody else more than Adrian Grenet's character or whatever, however you pronounce his last name. And you were my favorite character on the show. That's why it's a big deal. That's why when Paige and told me, she's like, hey, my friend, I'm talking to him. Would you like to have, talking about you? And I was like, holy shit, yes, the best part of this, you know, because I know you've been in a lot of things, but that's where I came to know you and you were 
my complete favorite thing about that show. Wow. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, and I never believed, I never bought into, not to talk shit, but this is me saying this, whatever. I never bought into the fact that, is it Agent Grenier or Grenier? Grenier? Uh, depends on your Frenchness. I'm, I'm. I actually looked at uh, that. I think I believe that's a storage, an attic in French. It means where they keep the grain, you know, in the storage. It's like a grain silo, a grenier. How do you say it? You say grenier? Grenier. Well, I never believed, I never bought into him being a big movie star. I just never bought that, but I was like, fuck it. I loved, I loved whatever. I loved Jeremy Piven's character. I love your character and, and, you know, all the other people. I don't know. It worked really. It worked pretty well. No, yeah. I remember being on the. You know, the the. the it was a the the biggest trip about that show was the sort of behind the, the, the way HBO would sort of like you know HBO was like throws great parties and they're very they're especially in that year I feel like the they had the Sopranos on and they were just like the coolest thing and they would just you know part of it was they had, were great at like building the. Building the sort of what I don't know what you call it, publicity or whatever. But the way they did it was really—I mean, it was amazing how we were just some guys, and then they started saying, "Well, this is a famous guy," and then really was—it really sort of like manifested, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of like a great. The show was a great kind of mindfuck in that way, you know? The, yeah. The the way certain people are real and <clears throat> not real versions of themselves. So who are your who who are your friends that remain from that show? Um, most all those guys. Really? I'm friends with yeah. Who are you I mean, closest with? I never with? see a lot of them so much because you know some guys live across town and you know how it is. You live in live Silver in Lake. Camp. Oh God! A trip. Might as well live on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So who are your closest friends from that show that you do still hang out with? Do you? I, still see? I don't see anybody. First really? of all, I have no friends that I ever that I ever see. Everyone hates me. They're like, "What's the matter with you? You never you never keep in touch." And I'm really bad. Uh, people hate me. I lose all my friends. I don't know if that's true. No, but I'm hard to. I'm. I'm. I'm you know, it's, it's, got it's, me it's isolating. You know, I'm. 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 I'm an isolated type of guy. You yeah, know, I just do my thing. You know, my thing is, if you want to see me, you got to just stop by. I'm old timey. Really? Way, you know? No, not even I, announced. And no, just like come, come through. You know, and try, try, and that's that's the way I like to do it. Yeah. Is your wife your best friend? Uh, yeah, first best friend, second best friend. Uh, <laughs> No, is it so dumb that I use that phrase? I still do that I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, this is my best friend. They're like, hey, cool it, bonehead. And I'm like, oh, sorry, we don't do that anymore. Uh, it's not good to rank your friends. <laughs> oh, is that not cool? You're my best friend there, right, Aristotle? Yeah, he's lying. Okay. Um. Seven years. Seven-year itch, Aristotle. You think you're going to marry her? It's real. None of my business. He doesn't like talking about this. All right. Um, man. All right. But so you go in and you audition. I'm going to try to take us through this. I'm trying to get the answers that I so crave. So you go in. What was that like? You know, you're a wee young lad of mm. how old? You said 20. I must have been 24, 23. Really? 24. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, we and did that first season. How far along in the show were they before? They... It was the first season. They hadn't. I think it was I came on to episode seven or eight of the of the first season. And they had, and I think that the first episode had already aired. And they were finished. No, they were finished. They hadn't. It hadn't aired. They were finishing it. It was very. 
you know, it was very tenuous. Reese has, you just had both your hands on the mic. It was very intense. Yeah, I'm remembering. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, it's hard to, uh, Hold on tight. <laughs> <clears throat> um, what were we talking about? I mean, were you nervous? You'd done two gigs. You go to the thing where you like, fuck, I want this. Did you take a beta blocker? Like, how did you prepare for it? Did you read? Yes. Was it like a... What do you? What is, what is a? I mean, I know what a beta blocker is. That's uh, people take those before they go in. To, I have to, to, take, to do things. Yeah, I have to take those before auditions. Yeah, because I get so fucking nervous. Yeah, I just hate auditioning so much. Are you a pro at it's it? Good. No, I mean, I think I think that you know, I don't think it ever stops for anybody. Yeah, that way, the, the, some version of that. I think. How do you prepare for an audition? Uh, I guess I just. Uh, like to know know the lines. Just know the lines. I guess that's it. That's about it. How do you not get nervous, um, or are you nervous and just don't take beta blockers because you've been doing this for oh, ages? I do get nervous. I fucking hate it. It's just the worst part. You know? Yeah, it's the worst part. Try to the better the better things are going, the less there is of doing that because it's really a chore. But it's it's a job, you know. It's yeah. like it's like going. It's like punching the clock. You gotta just show up and do it. You know. Yeah. Do it, do good, do it good. That's the job. So, you just went to the first call for the thing for the entourage audition. You went to the thing, or did you have to read with any of the people? Or you, um, did, were, did you know who you were up against? Are there any like people that, that we'd be shocked to know you're up against? I want the inside scoop, man. I remember there were British guys. There were there was some British guy in there, and I was like, I was like, oh no, this definitely British guy is gonna get. They always get the roles. Do they? <laughs> I feel like Australians always get the roles. Yeah, the British and the Australians. Yeah. New Zealanders. I'm waiting for for more. South Africa. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) But did you go and did you read? Like, who's your first scene with? Uh, The first scene was I think the first scene I did on that show was the uh, the scene in Crazy Girls, which was shot in Crazy Girls. Like God, what a trip! Yeah. So so rock and roll, really. That show, really was. And I were and I I've told this story I think somewhere. I've, I've, but there was like a bag of coke when we were shooting a scene. Like this, I went to go to the bathroom and a bag of like I come back to the table and there's like a like a there was you know I thought it was props props had put it there, but no, it was like some I think some I don't know it was like some extra or something was like. Seeing if I needed some, as you know, I don't know. Really? <clears throat> but got rid of that. Didn't need that. Jesus, have you ever done drugs? Did you ever go through a drug phase? Whether anything psychedelics or mushrooms or you know, I always like to ask people about that. Um, you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about. I'm just gonna poke and prod you until you want to kill yourself. Phase, and then, <laughs> phase. Or is it still happening? Is it an ongoing phase? You've got a fuzzle. You've got a feather on your chin. I'm not gonna grab it. You're not mine to touch. <laughs> Is this here? I got it. You got it. It's so distracting in here. There's so many. Uh, so much fun stuff, right? So many funny things on the walls and stuff. And yeah. It's got this nice soundproofing egg crate stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's like a cute, cozy cubby hole. Like, you know. Ner- uh oh. He's wearing a tank top. He's taking off his button down. Everything is just getting crazy. <laughs> Like you a, do look. You're wearing a sweater. I know. I don't know how I'm doing it. It's very hot in here. I, is, I'm a, okay, here. Take it. Take it off. Do I need to? I don't know. I'm kind of tattered. I think I'm tattered. Sweating. Where'd you go to high school? 
I went to first. I went to Van Nuys High School. I'm like a poor kid from LA. I'm like a latchkey kid. Okay. Yeah, I went to. Got, drive your mom's car, dogs, melon. Dogs. Oh my god! My mom used to have a pickup truck with all these like, all these horrible bumper stickers on the back of a pickup truck that said like horrible weird things, and I'd be like, "Mommy, can you just drop?" Oh my god! You're so buff. You're all posing in front of me. I can't. Bl- Everybody, I'm sorry. Abort. Abort. I can't do. This. <laughs> my head's gonna explode. Be cool. I'm dating somebody. Um. Oh my god. Do you do CrossFit? Nah. Does your wife, do you and your wife just look in each other's eyes and gaze at one another being like, we're so lucky, I'm babe. The, I'm on the parents' soccer team. We have a soccer game. Uh, sounds like my nightmare. Is that what happens? Soccer, we have a soccer team. We've got a soccer game on Saturday. Benefit. Come on out. What are you benefiting? What? It's uh, my kid's school. So. Don't tell me where they go to school. I don't want people to come to your kid's school and, and murder them. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not saying that. 2017. Oh, God. Um. You know, I went to Van Nuys High School and I went to L.A. County High School for the Arts. Where's that? That's like on the campus of Cal State L.A. It was like a fame school. It was like that, you know, have you seen that movie Fame? Uh-huh. Have you really seen that or are you just saying that? No, I, I think I've like seen a, it. Like a good husband. I can tell when a guy glazes over, he's like, uh-huh. And then you're like, what? You you haven't. <laughs> you're lying now. Um, side note of a side note, because I just started dating someone. If you know, just, Do you think any men want to get married? Really? I mean, I know you're married. Maybe this puts you in a weird position. Don't answer that. But I just feel like, why do men get married is what I want to know. Because hmm. I don't know if I'll ever get married or if I'll, or whatever. Oh, I already said, you know, you just got to, you just, just the... got to crank on some kids and then, you know. Did you have baby, you got pregnant before you guys got married? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah? My parents were never married. We got married at the, uh. The uh, the notary on Sunset next to the Siete Mares. Really? Um, like uh, <laughs> over there, and so like there's a notary. I think she's Honduran. She's still there. She's still there. Sixty bucks. Saved so much on insurance. Romance <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> Is this the Valentine's Day edition? I hope not. <laughs> How about this weather we've been having? <laughs> cha, cha, cha. Okay. So, so foggy. Oh, my God. So, isn't your wife get this is totally side? I'm just fucking, we're all over the place here. But if your mom, okay, if your mom, if your wife, if your wife is stressed out, she's making, she, does she write all the stuff that she directs? Uh, No, she's directing episodic TV now. But with, with the, the movies, does she get real stressed out? And then how do you, as a cool, you know, creative badass babe husband how do you deal with like her stress how does she deal with your stress like what's the what's the fucking secret Mm -hmm. well (laughs) oh man (laughs) do you want to murder me (laughs) you hate this um no but anything you like you know you just gotta keep the ship running you You gotta keep the ship running ship running i feel like i'm just a maintenance man i just i'm always fixing something really metaphorically and Literally, yeah. You gotta keep. You gotta keep it going. My headset's falling off. Oh shit! So sweaty. It's a sign from God. Oh God. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, what can you do? What can you do? You just keep trucking. Yeah. Oh man, what's next for you? You're out in pilot season. You're doing your stuff. 
So do you know L.A. well? Are you me? Yeah, yeah. I was born and raised here. Yeah, I lived here. I lived in New York for a while, and then I traveled a bunch. But uh-huh. I am like I'm here. I love, I love How, what 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 neighborhoods have you lived in? I've lived in uh, I've lived in Los Feliz. I've lived in Hollywood. I've lived I lived on Cherimoya and Franklin. That was my bus stop. I lived in a one room apartment with my mom on Cherimoya and Franklin. I lived in the Hollywood Towers across from the One One Cafe. Oh, I've lived in North That's a Hollywood. Crazy place. Oh God, yeah. It looks like a fairy wonderland, fairy tale. Does it? Castle. It's really weird. Yeah. I lived in a one-bedroom apartment there with my mom and a one-room apartment there. And their their place is really weird. Two-bedroom apartments in the Hollywood Towers are bizarre because you have to walk through one bedroom to get to the other bedroom. Uh So if you had a roommate, it just makes no sense. But uh, Where's your Paul? My dad. Yeah, let's turn this around on me. I appreciate this. Yeah, let's talk about things I really care about, like me. Okay, no. uh, My dad lives in Westwood somewhere. Yeah. That's a... That's not an exciting neighborhood. It is not an exciting neighborhood. It's like as exciting as Try me having get out of Westwood as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm in Westwood. He'll probably die in Westwood. So who knows? Where are your parents living? You know where Papa Christos? You know that place, the Greek restaurant on Pico. That sounds familiar. What about it? I don't know. I was just thinking about my favorite foods. Just yeah, looking at this. Getting back to that question. cool question. Is that your favorite food? Where I, are I you? There. I went there yesterday. Are you Greek? Are you Italian? Uh, yeah, Koiro. That's an Italian name. Koiro? Yeah. I think it's cool your wife took your last name. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Papa Christos is an amazing place. Are you Italian? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm an American, you know. Drink Budweiser. You see that ad, that billboard? No. They changed that name to America, Budweiser. And then it said... And it says, it says, it says America on it, Budweiser. And then it says, it's in your hands. Oh, it is in our hands. I said, no, this is a beer. This is a Budweiser. You can't trick me. <gasps> Olives from Papa Christos. I got some yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I took some parsley from my garden, chopped it up. Put it in there. Put some hot red peppers in there. You have a garden. A little olive oil. You cook too? No, just I'm just. This is how you prepare the olives. You okay. know, I learned this from my neighbor. <clears throat> the dark Moroccan olives. From those are the best. Uh-huh. I think that might be my favorite food. But you know, every and the last thing that I ate is usually my favorite food. <laughs> <clears throat> what are you gonna do for your wife on Valentine's Day? She won't listen to this, so we won't ruin the surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want all the secrets of life from you right now. Really? You got to tell me. That's your job. My secret? To tell, to to come up with Valentine's Day stuff. I think you should. What were you going to do? Anything? Does anything matter anymore? How long have you guys been married for? You've been together for a long time? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I I think... It's good to do stuff, I guess, on Valentine's Day. Just go Girl, down on her. Girls love that. Just oh, go down on her. Girls. Have sex with her. Don't get her pregnant again. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know. Um, this has nothing to do with that, but I just drove to Sundance and back again. That was the final hurrah in my Prius. Oh, yeah? I drove there 14 hours both ways because I was like on this whole... snowy up there? Very snowy, and I'm such an idiot. Well, I didn't get snow chains because the people are like you don't need them it's okay and I checked the weather and I took it to the dealership and everything I was like this is my final hurrah on the Prius yakety smacky let me do this thing mm. before I have no car or whatever mm. drove up there have you ever been to Sundance? Uh, yeah do you I like was, it? Uh, when? yeah it was cool I was there a couple of years ago for what? Uh, 
I was in a movie. This was years ago. I was in a movie that was at Slam Dance, actually. Do you like that better? Like, Some people like that I better. I don't know. Who cares, right? I mean, it's uh, it's it's very overwhelming. Those yeah. film festivals. It is like overwhelming. Walking around with pamphlets and stuff. And, and egos. And trying you ever... to get to things. Yeah. Going places. Yeah. Coming and going. The moot. Skiing I... through town. That part is cool because you can ski right into town, right? You That's can. The one where you... You can you can kind of come down off the mountain and just cruise through town, right? Can't you? Oh, Why did I do that? I should have done that. I didn't do that either, but fuck. Well, somebody should. I think you can. I went through like a bonehead in my vans. Everybody else has like <clears throat> had like oh, Sorrel. No, you got to dress for the weather. I didn't, and then I borrowed and some lady. I know, and then I borrowed somebody like somebody's Sorrels and everything, but uh, Sorrel. Sorrel, right? Yeah, pair of those. Anyway, I don't even know why I'm telling you this fucking crazy story. Oh yeah. But yeah, I went to Sundance recently. I did that. I just done mushrooms by myself on New Year's Eve. I was trying to do all these things to like be like, I can survive anything on my own. I don't need no one or nothing. You did mushrooms? By myself on mm. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Why were you by yourself? I just wanted to be. I didn't want to be with anybody. I didn't want anybody to like ruin my, my high. I didn't want to like, because I don't know, because I don't feel cozy in front of, with everybody. And I didn't want to accidentally end up with somebody and be too much of a people pleaser and be like... Yeah, I'll, I'll do this drug with you, but really be like, oh, I don't feel safe with you. And now we're on this fucking weird hallucinogenic weirdness. So I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it by myself. I wrote a note for the police and put it next to my front door. And, and then I just waited for it to kick in. And then it did. And then have you ever done mushrooms? You know, I had some on New Year's as well. This New Year's? I, yeah. What happened? You and your wife did mushrooms? Yeah, we did. We were at a party in Hollywood and we walked home from Hollywood to Silver Lake. We walked nine miles. You, it was beautiful. That sounds so fun. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was like, uh, they're very euphoric. It was very euphoric. Yeah. I just really felt euphoria. It was a chocolate song. Gave me. me too. Oh, we probably had the same I batch. can't believe we did the exact Hollywood same batch of Hollywood mushroom chocolate. Mushroom. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Yeah. Um... I just can't believe how internal it was. I was like weeping. Did you cry? I was like laughing and then weeping and then just like tripping all these things and then, yeah, all I don't know. alone in your all alone in my one bedroom apartment by Fairfax and Beverly. You didn't go to the Grove and listen to some Sinatra. <laughs> I wish I had. I actually really like Sinatra and I really like it when it's all like that at the at the Grove. Do uh, you? Yeah, I do. I think it's cozy. It's like an adult Disneyland. They got one in Glendale. That's where I go. The Americana. The Americana. Oh, yeah, that's like the Grove on. It's like amped up. <laughs> oh, God. Well. People live in there. They do. They're so lucky. Yeah. Oh, I heard that there used to be a, what is it? How do you pronounce it? Brothel? Brothel? Above, above Erewhon. Like right by the Grove. You know, there's like the like place like that, those like apartments above Erewhon. Is that, We're going to talk about Hollywood. Is that the farmer's market? Erewhon? <sighs> yeah, oh. Erewhon and the farmer's market. And then there's like, there's like, there's like some apartment complex on top of Erewhon, and then they're like, I found out from somebody you probably know actually that that there was a anyway uh, that there's like it was a brothel there with like highbrow like you know escort service whatever very cool anyway I don't know that's all I know. Listen, you. Oh my God, what's next for you? What are you gonna do next? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't even know anything about you being on Twenty Four and all the other shit. What happened after Entourage? What, well, this morning, this film that I did, it just got announced. It got sold to Open Road. Uh, it did. It's gonna get a theatrical release. It's indie that I did. What's the name of the movie? It's called Finding Steve McQueen. Finding Steve McQueen. What's that yeah. about? It's about these bank robbers from Youngtown, Youngstown, Ohio, <clears throat> in the seventies. It's a true story, and. Uh, 
they 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 come to California, and uh, it was one of the biggest bank heists of all time. And it, uh, they they robbed this bank that has a Nixon slush fund in it. Uh, it's cool. It's a fun movie. Who do you play in it? I'm one of the robbers. You're one of the robbers. Uh, and uh, it's got uh, Forrest Whitaker, who's an FBI guy, and Travis Fimmel is uh, you know him. Who's that? You ever see that Vikings? Vikings? No. I've seen yeah. billboards for it, I think, right? You ever see that, Aristotle? Oh. That show, Vikings? That show was good. I a like little that. bit, I yeah. Like show. Is he a babe? He's a beast on that show. He is? He's an animal, that guy. And uh, he, and then who else is in it? Bill Fickner. Mr. Bill Fickner. Amazing. Who's actor. Bill Fickner? Oh, man. He's, uh, you know, Bill Fickner. Bill Fickner is like just a legend. Where'd you guys shoot this movie? We shot it in uh, the A. Where's the A? The A, baby. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Is this why Jocelyn and and the Paige H- say you're say you're, he's a, he's a weirdo, but he's a kooky, cool, fun weirdo? Because you're like your own, you know. <laughs> Does your wife go and visit you on location, or is it just like a, a, you know you're like no that's where you get your you have your separate identities you, you know you go off and do your thing and she's living her life and you, you're like two fully realized people and then you have the space to have desire for one another. Well, it's pretty hard with three kids to be to be like uprooting everybody. Like, so usually somebody somebody is somebody who's holding down the fort. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, in the times when we're both working, that's when it gets really crazy. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? Uh, I've like taken uh, some of the kids, taken a you know a roster at some point. You some, want me to babysit? Some... I'll babysit. <laughs> yeah, my kids. Kids love best. me. Look at these eyes. Look at these eyes. Look at these eyes. I, I, I talk to kids like adults, and they're like, "Ugh, leave me alone." And I'm like, "What do you? What did I do?" Yeah. Why? Why? Kids like that. They yeah, I think want, so they don't too. Want to be talked to like they're like they're imbeciles. Yeah. Um, I will throw that out there in a real way. Yeah, I won't smell like dog if I upon arrival. I promise. Wait. So what even made you, do you still enjoy acting? Do you love it? Or is it just like, this is what I'm doing with my life? Like, cause I've been like, I've been like falling in love with movies recently. I've been watching all these movies. I'm finally watching like, uh, oh God, the last picture show. I'm finally watching this movie for the first time. And I'm like, have you, I mean, I've never seen this movie. I couldn't believe it. Mm. I'm just like watching my favorite thing is to hold up in my apartment and not always do mushrooms, but also like watch, mm. watch tons and tons of movies. And I love writing. I like acting. I love watching movies. So... Why are you like? What even got you into this whole thing? I know it's such a generic cliche question, but it's like, do you still get like romanticized when you watch movies? Do you go like, oh fuck, like you're in this world, but are you also like romanticized? Like, a, like, do you still have like the teenage like uh, pangs of like when you were younger and you're like, I want to do that? Is that still inside of you? Were you ever like that? I mean, you probably were. I mean, uh, it's still the best, the best thing making making uh, making movies is nothing close to as fun as that. You know, being on location, yeah, making movies, I'm trying to amp up the energy. Yeah, like, no, fuck, I like it. I, listen, that's fine. Every every interview is different with different people. I like yeah. your. I'm trying to slow down for your energy. Okay. Um. Yeah, all the best times are when you're making. There's no yeah. It's it's. I mean, I think we, it's a shame that that you know. The, the golden age of, of making movies is a little bit over now. And now it's more of like, you know, the every film is kind of half an indie film and, and it's all very shoestring and a little rushed and the 
And I think the sort of like rock and roll glamour era is uh, is kind of gone a little bit, unfortunately. But uh, it's still it's still uh, it's still good. You know, it's it, it's it's more and more and more difficult, though. I Why? Think the, there's less and less, you know, because as, as cheaper, the cheaper it gets to make movies, the more, you know, people can see that you can make them on a shoestring. And then it's <clears throat> it's really tough, especially when you're rushing, you know, and time is the is the is the real commodity on a film set, I think. Yeah. The more time you have to do things. So when you say yes to a movie, what makes you say yes to a thing? Just is it just the money, or is it a great story, or was the people like I don't know? What makes you like? What are you ideally looking for? I mean, <clears throat> I got three kids. I don't, I'm not really in a position to say no to too many things. Yeah, you know, things come along. It's usually for a reason. Yeah, because it's, it's we try and make it work. You know, I'm not like sitting back with my, you know, have feet up and be like, oh. going through piles of piles of offers. This will never do. When you work with the new directors, what's irritating? Have you ever just wanted to punch a director in the face where you're like, oh, this fucking, or like, what do you like as an actor? Like, what do you run into nowadays where you're like, oh, fuck, like it didn't used to be this way, or things that you notice like that you don't, you know, like, like what do you run into that like irritates you as an actor? Because sometimes I feel like actors can be just treated to be like, they're like at everybody else's mercy, you know what I mean? Or not given the respect. Maybe they just, I don't know. What do you notice? I don't mean the Yeah, well, it's really easy to be like an, just an idiot who shows up and says, just, you know, show me. Tell me where you want me to stand and what you want me to say. Yeah. And that's really what your job is. Just tell me where to stand and what do you want me to say, you know? You could do it like that. Well, of course, it goes deeper than that, you know? I don't know. The, the, uh. The uh, yeah, there's a lot of you know what's annoying. What, you, what was the question? Like, has there what ever I, been a director that's you've been like, oh, what a fucking piece of shit prick that you're like, oh, <laughs> like anytime you've you know they've come up against. Yeah, sure, but everyone's trying their best. You know, some people are un- underprepared. I think is the problem. Underprepared and they're sort of like you know the that can be a problem. Yeah. If you're not if you're not if you haven't prepared and thought through and you're winging it. I think that's hard as a director. You don't want to be doing that. You want to be have thought things through so that then you can wing it. At least you've thought it through. Do you feel like there are all these movies that are like outlined now? Hmm. I feel like there are all these movies that are coming out like, you know, and I actually really like this movie, this movie Joshy. And that was like I don't know. Joshy? It's called Joshy. And then there's all these Duplass Brothers movies where they're all like kind oh, of like, yeah. or Joe Swanberg. And they're kind of like, they're not mumblecore, but they're a step for like, uh, more realized than that, but they're all, they're just like outlined and you know the beats of the thing, but then everybody's kind of asked to improvise or it's like, it's, yeah. what do you think of those things where it's like, is that laziness or are you, is that exciting to an actor where it's like, if you're just working with an outline thing? <laughs> I've never done that before. You've never done that? Would no. you want to? Would you be like excited to do that or would that be, you like structure? Sure. What do they, what do they pay? Yeah. Oh God. Oh man. Talk to my agent. Talk to your fucking agent. I think you're going to, you might get a ticket soon. I don't want you to get a ticket. Oh, shit. Yeah. What time did I get here? You got here at 2.15? 2.10? Oh, man. It's 2.58 right What now. do I need to ring you dry? You didn't give me any like, stories of, of, of uh, behind the scenes of entourage that I need to know. I don't know. I don't even know what to ask you about. 20. We're on 24. 
No yeah. crazy. You're not going to tell me any. Uh... I was on it the season that uh, Kiefer got arrested, and when he showed up in his Aston Martin, and the next thing you know, he was in jail. Is this real life? Uh, yeah, and then and then it was the writer's strike, and uh, it was a very odd time. That just had a kid. It was crazy. That was a crazy, heady time. Do you ever write with your wife? Are you guys going to write something <clears> together, <throat> maybe? Yeah, someday. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Hopefully. Pulling teeth with is you, it, babe. It? No, I just feel bad because I just never met you before. And I'm all like, tell me everything. What do you got in that soul? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to answer anything. But I don't know. I'm going to go across the street to Guitar Center and buy a guitar for my kids. You are? Yeah. Do they play any instruments already? Yeah, the, they're all learning piano, piano, violin, and, and guitar. My oldest is. Get him a I got her a guitar. It's really sh- shitty, though. So I want to get her a nice one. Yeah. I love being a, a, as a single girl, if you walk into the guitar center as a single woman, it's a whole other experience. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of dudes being like, may I help you? And I'm like, oh my God, get away so, from me. And they're like, rrr, 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 rrr. this is, uh, it's the, it's like Wayne's world. The, uh, <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. It's like frozen in time too. It's I like, know, it's like, the, uh, <laughs> the sunset strip, like eighties rock aesthetic yeah. is still alive mm-hmm. only in this one stretch of, 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 of the world here. They'll, it'll never die. Like yeah. the guitar shredding and like, you know, it's the it's it's the home of that. That's ground zero. You should In get fact, your... this movie. I gotta tell you, I gotta promote this. Please movie. tell me anything. This movie is this movie is being finished right now. That uh, that is all about that. A, a like uh, I guess it'll be an, it would be an early '90s hair band who uh, had like uh, one who had one great hit and then uh, is trying to recapture their relevancy. And uh, and so they go. They're going to this festival, which they realize is actually uh, not Coachella. It's like Fochella. Yeah. And uh, and they're mad at their 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 manager, who's Tom Arnold, is the band manager, and uh, Jake Busey plays the lead singer. Uh, and I play the lead guitar player, and we and we try to write like we're trying to try to take this peyote to write the great new song to and uh then we uh and then it be and then we run afoul of some magical ants who start to attack us and uh and it's a great it's a great movie it's being finished right now it's called dead ant dead ant yeah who directed it this guy ron carlson did he write it too yeah do you ever think it's weird when people don't write the movies they direct uh no, that's nice. I mean, that's true. I guess it adds another layer to the tapestry that yeah, is cinema. I mean, it didn't I know. always used to be. Auteurs. It's not always that way. Listen, did we learn anything about you today? You drive a Ford. <laughs> You're married with three kids. Your kids ask better questions than I do. You should buy your kids a drum kit. I play drums, but maybe that'll ruin your life. Maybe a silent drum kit thing where it's yeah. like drum pads and headphones because it, uh, yeah, a girl. Don't you feel like drums are often. I always feel like drums kind of ruin a band in a way. Really, the drummer I've... is always playing too loud. And really, you know, God. No offense to all the drummers I out mean, there, but I've... there's not a lot of rooms that are big enough to handle. Like, I feel like bands just always play too loud, and really? it's always because they're trying to play over the drummer. And like, where is this? Where is this hall that's big enough for for people to need to have the drums smashed on? I, you know? I feel like uh, I'm going to take that note and I'm going to play a little more gently when I play because I've been playing music with the, uh, yeah, we're fist pumping because that means we agreed on something finally. Okay, so <laughs> 
I feel like when I, I play with my mom sometimes. What does she, she play? She plays guitar and sings. She was in an 80s metal band called Precious Metal. She's got like, oh, wow. she's okay. got like, so. she's got like, tattoos she so she knows the scene she the knows rainbow it. room and the rainbow bar and grill yeah rainbow, i mean yeah yeah and uh i guess going to guitar center reminds me of all my mom's like hesher boyfriends she dated who were younger What's than her a, after she after she left my dad um heshers are like long-haired dudes who are like like wayne's world dudes those guys are heshers where does that word come from it's just you know the world life okay. at large let's google that word <sighs> aristotle Google Hesher. Aristotle's Googling a word for me. I've never felt so powerful in my gosh darn life. Are you really going to Google it? Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't Steve even know what my point. Oh, so here's what I do when I play with my mom. I play lighter to accommodate her guitar and her singing. And I've been dating this guy and he plays drums and guitar. So when he plays guitar, I play drums and I tried, I'm going to try to even more so accommodate his guitar playing. So I, I think can be the best quieter. drummers play other instruments and not play. drums. No, no, no. <laughs> the best drummers other, don't play the they drums. They play other instruments, you know, and then so that thereby they have, you know, appreciation for, you know, melding. Yeah. Into the into the thing rather than just like freight train. Yeah, I don't want to be a freight train. I mean, I guess there's some great freight train drummers, but. Wait, are you a jealous husband or a jealous man? No. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> Who said what? <laughs> um, is there anything else I need to know about your life, man? That was it. <laughs> is that it? Wasn't that a... Uh, I think we nailed it. I think, uh, hey, for everything you ever wanted to know about Reese Coiro, check out that... Uh, check out the podcast he did with his buddy, uh, Jerry Ferrara. Is that his name? Is that his name? Yeah. Well, that's where you get all the good stuff. And this is just really... Uh, Icing on the cake over here. <laughs> did you have a blast? I don't know if you did. I don't really want to know the truth. It's great. I'm glad to come. Glad to be over here. <laughs> I hope I didn't bore you, listeners. I hope that all you listeners out there, all four of you, my best. <laughs> tried my best to bring it. Oh my god! Is everything going to be okay? Have we covered everything? I got to call my publicist. I'm <laughs> sure I've covered all the things do you think i should get married and have a kid based on everything you know <sighs> you just how long you met me you met this guy oh i've only known him for two and a half weeks oh wow where'd you meet we met at sundance oh wow romantic on the slopes sipping hot chocolate <laughs> aside from that do you think i should get married and have kids or should i just be single and living my life forever alone you gotta find yourself a Hesher. Where's our definition? Where's the what's the uh, what's the definition of a Hesher, Aristotle? You gotta get on the mic and say it, or say it loud. What's the word? Where, what's the what do you call it? The when a word you find out the origin of the word. How do you say that? I didn't find the origin, but Urban Dictionary <laughs> has the best. <laughs> what's it say? Reebok wearing mulleted person in acid wash jeans and a Judas Priest t-shirt who at the age of 28 still lives in his, her parents' basement and swears that he, she can really rock out on his, her Ibanez Stratocaster <laughs> copy guitar 
and probably owns a Nova that hasn't run in five years, but you just wait. That fucker is gonna smoke those fucking Japanese rice burners once I put a new head gasket on it. Sweet. I just want to be alone forever, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, thank you for being on my podcast, Reese Cora. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Alexi. Oh, God. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.